0: Okay, so in our second of the series of holidays, we are talking about food, because food is such a major part of our holidays, and boy, it's the pinnacle of what irritates people. So, funny story, I grew up in a house that always had very traditional uh, Thanksgiving food, but the food was always a very big stressed point for my mother, because creating the food nothing ever came out on time and her and my father the the only fights that i really ha- saw them have around the holidays had to do with the food and the fact that nothing came out on time and my mother would be incapable of getting the turkey to come out at the same time as all the vegetables. And my father would be waiting and the turkey would not be done. And my father's like, how come we don't have the turkey? Where's the turkey? Where's the turkey? And he kept getting more and more frustrated with the fact that there was no turkey happening. And it was it was a very, very uncomfortable situation for my mother. And as an adult woman now, I understand how hard it is to plan all that. And it, it, it is not fun. Food We spend hours and hours and hours and hours preparing the food, and it's done in 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and then boom, everybody's gone. So there's a big um, effort, and um, depending upon how you capture reward, it could be a little reward. It could be very rewarding just to watch everybody eat it, but it still can be very frustrating. So I am asking everybody to stop and pause and look and say, okay, if you were to do this in a very mindful way, if you were thinking very mindfully and you were focusing on the fact that I'm going to be thoughtful about prepping the food, I'm going to be thoughtful and joyful about all the chopping and the cooking and doing everything, I'm going to have music on, I'm going to set myself up around the food so that I feel good about it from beginning to end, it could possibly be wildly different. So there's, there's a very a uh, profound thing that you can learn in doing the mundane tasks and mundane tasks are something that's m- most people you know don't want to do it because they're like oh this is so stupid it's so trivial it's mundane but in the mundane you find mindfulness in the mundane you find peace in the mundane you're just doing them and your brain can rest your hands are working you're expending energy and there's greatness in it but you have to look for it So for me, whether it's cooking, or I'm never really cooking, let's be honest about that. Although I do do Thanksgiving if I have to um, have it at my house, I do do that, but I follow cookbooks, and I follow this exact strategy that I'm telling you all about. I have the music on. I read the recipe 75 times, I make sure I'm very focused and intentional, I do one thing at a time, I'm not scrambling, and it does take me a lot longer than most people, but I make it something that is more of a mindfulness practice for me than anything. And by the time I'm done, I can feel completely satisfied because I, I actually created peace in my head and I didn't allow myself to lose my my mind in the process. So. You can try that because it definitely works. And also, the other thing about food, besides the preparation, besides all of that, is there are two big things. One, don't look for compliments, okay? Be proud of yourself. Don't look for compliments. And this is my weakest point when it comes to this stuff because I'm not good at cooking. So when I cook, I expect my husband to like ring bells, jump up and down, tell me how awesome it is and it's ridiculous, and I know that, okay? And if he listens to this, he'll laugh because he knows, I I mean, I know, I know that I want that. I'm like the gold star girl. I want the gold stars for the food, but don't expect them because then you'll be disappointed if you don't get them, and then it's just something else to carry over and ruin the day. So no expectations. And the third one is all the people who have different issues with food. So it is imperative that ahead of time, you make a list of everybody that's going to be with you and you write down if they have any food allergies, food challenges, can't have something, don't like something, whatever it is, and then ask everybody that's going to be at your dinner, what is their favorite thing? What is their favorite dish? What is it that they look forward to? So that you make sure you're giving them something that you know they're going to enjoy. That is a super important piece of the puzzle because then everybody's going to feel like it, it matters to them. You could even go so far as to create little um, favorite signs and put them in each dish. So because this could be a this, you know a little sign inside the stuffing that says favorite of Patty, and this one is favorite of Nick, or whatever. You can show that you took the time to do it that way. And it also takes a lot of stress off of you to know you took care of each person individually. Okay, my friends, it's getting big now. We're on to day three. So I will see you tomorrow. I hope you have a blessed day. Bye.